0: Welcome to Anecdotally Speaking, a podcast to help you build your business story repertoire. Hi everyone, I'm Sean Callahan,
1: And hi everyone, I'm Mark Shank. And we've got a special guest on the podcast. I've done this a number of times before and we'll be doing it uh, a bit more from now on. We've got Jaya Mache who uh, heads up a company called Coaching Tiger based in Singapore. And so Jaya has become one of our storytelling for leaders partners, uh, based in Singapore, and she's our, our guest storyteller for today. So, Joy, I wonder if you would just uh, introduce yourself.
2: Yeah. Hi, everyone. I'm Jay Mache. As Mark said, I'm based in Singapore. I'm an executive coach. and excited to be here today with both of you.
0: Hey, great to see you. It's uh, fabulous to have you on the, uh, on the show. Uh, we're looking forward Thank to you. hearing your story. You know what we do in this podcast. It's all about hearing, hearing the story and pulling it apart.
2: And building up. Yes, thank you. (laughs) Mm. That's good.
1: Yeah, no pressure. Yeah, no. (laughs) And so the objective, of course, is that we share stories that are uh, that other business people can use in their own business lives or business and personal lives, and 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 use it to make a point. So um, maybe we'll just get straight into the story. Yeah, it sounds good.
2: Okay, thank you. Sounds good. So when I was 21 years old, I decided I was gonna study hotel management. So I went for an interview to the hotel school in Lausanne and they asked me whether I'd ever worked in a hotel before and uh, the answer was no. So I decided to apply to the Hilton in Basel and asked them if I could do an internship. So they were fine with that. They allowed me to do a three week internship. And when I first started at the Hilton, they put me in the laundry room, which was uh, in the basement, it was hot and dark. And my job was really to fold these sheets coming off these enormous rollers. So that's what I did all day was folding sheets. And my co-workers were Turkish, and they didn't speak any English or German. And they kept talking, communicating amongst themselves in Turkish. So I felt actually really lonely and excluded. And the work was really not very stimulating or exciting. So, you know, I I really felt that I was wasting my time there. So I went home and you know, I would say to my parents that, you know, I don't want to do this anymore. And, you know, at that age, I still had to get their approval to be able to, to quit. And finally, they were so fed up with me that they said, OK, you know, just quit. So I was thrilled. I went to see the HR manager who was this old Swiss German guy who sat me down and said to me, you know, OK, you want to quit? That's OK by me. I don't really care. But I'd just like to ask you, is this what you're going to do every time things get tough? So he, he really took me by surprise because I didn't expect him to, you know, ask me anything additional. And I sort of sat up and said, uh, no, no, I, I'm not going to do that. Uh, okay, so, you know, I will finish my internship, but please don't send me back to the basement And he looked at me and said, no, you are going back to the basement. And uh, I don't want to see you back in my office until your three weeks are over. So um, I did go on to study hotel management. And uh, I think that HR guy I really, I don't remember his name today, but he really was very decisive in my life because he really taught me the importance of sticking with things. So that's my story.
0: Yeah, what a great little story. I love it. I love it. Okay, well, let's let's all the three of us let's throw in ideas here because what we like to start off with is uh, so what do we like in this story? You know, um, and I don't know. There's there's a bunch of things jump out for me, but I'll, I'll pick one. I just love the the little image I get in my head of you pulling those sheets out of the roller, uh, just <laughs> folding them one after the other, just doing that monotonously for the whole day. Yeah, it does sound a bit like torture, actually, in some ways. So uh, that, that was a nice bit of the, the story for me.
1: Now, I, I could also picture the, the, the workers, the other, the other workers, the Turkish workers, uh, and probably having, you know, whiling, even though it was kind of repetitive and laborious work, they're, they're, they're having a bit of a laugh, they're talking constantly, chattering away, and able to, like, time passed uh, probably a bit quicker for them than for you.
0: Yeah, yeah. very true. Uh, yeah, I can imagine. What about for you? What bits in the story do you like to tell, you know, like when you share that story?
2: Uh, I think it's the HR guy.
0: Yeah, right.
2: Yeah.
0: I could picture yeah. that HR guy, you know. Yeah. Sounded like a bit of a, a, I don't know, an old hand, if you like.
2: Yeah. He was quite fatherly, I think. He probably thought, oh, my God, this this girl is going to come to nothing. <laughs> I to <better laughs> try to do something. here."
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, No, that was good. I mean, I think just by saying, you know, giving a bit of a a thumbnail of his age, uh, of course, saying he was old. I mean, at twenty two, he was probably what like, forty or something like that.
2: Oh God, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> who knows?
1: <laughs> but of course, saying, you know, like he was a he was an an, an older Swiss German guy. I automatically get a picture in my head. Yeah, exactly. Pretty stern, pretty serious, straight laced. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the, uh, for me, the bit I liked is where he said, oh, "I don't care." <laughs> I mean,
0: yeah, that's right. Yeah, look, I don't, I don't care, care about what happens.
1: Yeah, off you go. Don't care, yeah. but yeah. And then just kind of that little twist, which is just got a question for you.
0: Yeah, it does show. It does show you. We'll talk about this more later, but you know, a simple question, just one question,
2: yeah,
0: can actually be the turning point, uh, asked in earnest and. You know where you really care about the answer. Uh, I thought, yeah, that that's what I just thought of that. It's that's a really nice part of that story. Cool. Um, anything else we're going to pull out in terms of bits that we liked? I like that it's a Hilton hotel. I like that part of it. I, I the only bit I was a little uh, maybe our listeners might be confused about is that they may not be picking up a Swiss German accent from you. Uh, <laughs> And so you might have to fill in that part of the story. Why don't you tell our listeners uh, the background? How did you end up in uh, that part of the world?
2: Right. I grew up in Bombay in India, and my dad used to work for a Swiss pharmaceutical company. So we moved as a family to Switzerland. Ah. So that's a whole other story about the culture shock. But uh, yes, we ended up in a very small Swiss German town called Basel. So.
0: Yeah. Wow. That's where the Hilton was. Yes, so uh, yeah, the Turkish wasn't part of it, and neither was the German or or French. You had to learn French while you were there, didn't you?
2: Yes, I did. I decided to move to Geneva and then uh, learn French. Yeah, and actually, Lausanne, where I studied uh, hotel management, I had to I had to study in French. So yeah,
1: study the whole thing in French. Yeah, yeah. And so one of the things that works really well in stories is contrast. So that contrast, I kind of like. The, the the contrast between Bombay and Basil. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Chaotic, busy, messy, Bombay too. Pristine, beautiful, yeah. quiet.
0: Basil. You know, yeah, it would be could simple. be a really nice way to start that story, right? Yeah. yeah that's Just
2: true.
1: that a little bit of context. Cool. cool. And it also it also amps up the, the challenge that you face down in that basement. You've got all of these other things, including the fact that you've just moved from India to Switzerland. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Very true.
0: Okay, let's have a think about what would make this story even better
1: then. What uh, jumps out for you, Mark? Oh, well, adding those bits that we talked about. um, I I guess one of the things, I think about what are the questions I have. And one of the questions I have having, having heard that is, what happened? Yeah. Right. So yeah, you, know, you had this experience, um, the, uh, you then went on and, and did your, your hotel studies and successfully completed that. I guess I would have liked to have heard a little bit about that, how you, 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 you actually stuck it out and, and finished it. And, and I guess there's one more thing that I think would make that even better is how far into the three weeks did you go and see that guy?
2: Mm. right up front actually yeah
1: three days or four days days in yeah oh right (laughs) well that's actually a good part that's a good thing to add into the story because
2: yeah you were you
1: had enough after two days but you then went on and stuck it out for three weeks and did them yeah yeah no that's good um what about for you sean
0: well you know i I like I like the when it when you can sort of visualise what's going on and 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 I did get that I got that with the laundry I, you know this sort of dark warm sort of hot if you like uh, room downstairs and so I got that um it wouldn't have been bad to have a little bit of a picture of the um h r manager's office, you know. I so went up. He was yeah. on the sixth floor. Had a lovely view of Basil. I don't know. Maybe he was underground. I don't know. Oh yeah. <laughs> where was he? Where was? Where was? He that? was.
2: He was higher up for sure.
0: He was higher up. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Of course yeah. he
0: was. Um, so and the
1: hotel itself, perhaps.
0: Yeah. Exactly. A little bit of a, an image of the hotel. So that those sort of things help. Yeah. You don't want to go overboard on that, of course, because it just starts to get this big. Um, It's like reading 19th century literature, you know, where they spend all that time, you know, describing the scenes. Um, No, you don't want to do that. So, yeah, I think that would be a little thing that would actually make a difference. But, you know, the question I've got in my head now, it's actually not exactly to do with the story, but I'm going to ask it anyway. And that is, how did you go from hotel management in Switzerland to getting into what's the thumbnail version of how you went from there to getting into storytelling in singapore oh wow i know
2: that's a big
0: (laughs) do do the five sentence sentence version i think our listeners would love to hear that too
2: okay thanks so after four years in the hotel business and uh, the last two years I spent in accounting, I realized that actually I you know, didn't really like the hotel industry that much. And I saw an ad in the papers and I joined Nokia and Treasury. So we were like the in-house bank for the group based in Geneva and I moved over to them. And uh, I, headed cash ma- I sort of worked, worked my way up the ranks and headed cash management for the group and yep. always wanted to come back to Asia. So moved to Singapore as the Asian treasurer. And then I was given an opportunity to study and I went back to Switzerland for that and uh, did, I got a coach and I said, Oh my God, this is what I want to do. Right. So I Very told nice. my boss, I found my new job and he was like, okay, but we just spent a ton of money on you. And I was like, yeah, but I'm not going yet. So, you know, went back. Uh,
0: you don't I give up. A- you don't give up Joe. <laughs>
2: no, exactly. <laughs> Thanks to this HR guy, right? <laughs> and uh, so did a master in counseling and then about 10 years ago left Nokia and I became a full-time executive coach and a leadership facilitator and realized that over the years that while I was coaching people that it would be really helpful if they were, had a better communication style or, you know, that they could use story to communicate
0: right right, and
2: uh, that kind of got me to anecdote
0: lovely lovely what a great journey that's terrific wow.
1: and how long were you how long did you live in switzerland
2: 23 years i became swiss so you uh-huh. became swiss was, wow yeah yeah okay.
1: is that why you're always at our meetings on time So.
2: It- <laughs> exactly
1: oh <laughs> yeah. uh, that's good
0: now let's get back to the story so um there's so, there's um, a couple of things we're suggesting and making the story even better. What, what, what about for yourself, Jay? Was there anything there that you thought, gee, in my next telling, I might do something a little bit different?
2: Um,
0: I have a thought. Yeah, maybe. I sh- yeah, maybe okay,
2: yeah, I don't know if the surprise of the HR thing was done. Maybe I should have paused. Maybe I should have.
0: Not sure. Yeah, yeah, no, I thought it was done okay, but um, mm-hmm. okay. but you know, I reckon this whole story would benefit from prefacing it with the point of the story, which is what we're going to talk about now, right? Because mm-hmm. here's the thing: I, I've, I'm, I've I've sort of learnt helping people find their these personal stories, especially when they're sharing them in a in an organisational context, is that their colleagues don't really they're not really interested in hearing your personal story per se they're actually interested in learning the lesson that you learnt from your personal experience but they do get this secondary benefit from understanding you and what makes you tick and so these connection stories are wonderful for that so maybe we should have a chat about what are some of the potential points you could preface this story with Um, i've already thrown one on the table which is which is this idea that how just a single question can have so much power and affect someone's life mm. i think that, that would be a nice way to start that story right that would be intriguing yeah. and and people going oh she really can a single question do that and yeah I yeah think that, that that's could be very nice true mm. yeah, i yeah. love that yeah yeah sounds great what are the other ones
1: well uh, i guess for me one of them is getting out of your comfort zone yeah yep yeah. so mm. Going into, that, uh, going in that, into that, that laundry and getting out of your comfort zone actually led to an important life lesson.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. no, absolutely. I think, you know, the whole story, of course, is, is pretty well focused on not giving up, right? Mm-hmm. You know, the minor irritations, the slights of how you see yourself, your identity, all those sort of things, um, they're not a big excuse for finishing something and getting something done. Um, so I think that that's obviously one of the obvious um, points of that story. Um, what else? I mean, with any story, it's, it's usually two or three main points. I mean, that's, uh, that's a good little set there that we've got. Unless there's anything else that jumps to mind? Well, I mean, there's starting at the bottom.
1: There's a, uh, mm. yeah, there's yeah, a Yeah, yeah, right the you know the value of starting at the bottom and and i guess another little piece of contrast with that is when you went for the interview i imagine that the interview was in a lovely part of the hilton you know when you were applying for your internship
2: yes that's true the lobby
1: and it looks beautiful and yeah
2: yeah
1: and then that's right (laughs) you've got this picture in your mind about what it's like to work in hilton (laughs)
2: yeah
0: That, that was mark that was just the demonstration
1: (laughs) <laughs> yeah,
0: there's the demonstration, and oh, there's reality. The
1: right. That was the bait, the bait and switch.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, good. I, you know, I think anytime you're feeling a little bit out of your comfort zone, of course, that's where your learning is happening, right? Mm. I was saying before we jumped onto the podcast today that I did a, a teleconference last night with some uh, customers in in Hong Kong, and and we are talking about a sort of a, a field that I'm on the edge of at the moment. I tell you what, as they delved into the detail of that, I was just feeling totally out of my comfort zone, but at the same time excited that this was a time I was going to learn something. Right. Which is fantastic. Yes. How great is that? When you, you get that sort of feeling of who said it, someone said, you know, you should feel scared at least once a day. I mean, that might be overboard, but you know, that feeling of you're on the edge somewhere, I think, is is a, is an exciting feeling. It's, so
2: yeah, and I certainly feel that strong with stories. So all
0: oh, right, right. So there you go. <laughs> that's
1: that's an exciting learning part then. <laughs>
2: yeah, exactly.
1: Oh, good. Yeah, Do you good. feel better having got the story out? You know, the 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 the, the pressure leading up to the podcast. You, you feel better now? Exactly.
2: Oh. Much better. Thank you. Much better. And also, yeah. And also the feedback is great, yeah. It will help me uh, get a much better version of this story in the future.
0: Now, this story is probably not one that someone who listens to the podcast would just tell, like, they, are, hey, you know, they'll tell the story of Joe, you know, sort of going to the Hilton. But it's a model for a type of story you could tell, right? So we're hoping our listeners, when they hear this story, that you'll think to yourself, you know, oh, I had a situation where I could have given up, and I didn't, and it made a difference. Or I did give up, and I went in a different direction. I wish I didn't give up. Like there's, there's lots of triggers that this story hopefully will remind you of, uh, of your own experiences. So of course, when you do that, jot them down, get them into your story bank, um, start to build up that repertoire.
1: So, yeah. Okay. And now that you were, you're saying that, I'm thinking for me there there is a, another. Uh, important business point for this which is try before you buy Um, because it reminds me when I was uh, at my my first posting as a uh, as a as a junior officer in the air force I was at the RAF base in East Sale and we had so I was looking after the the supply function you know procurement accounting warehousing transport catering yeah yeah And I had a young airwoman who wanted, she, she was familiar, she wanted to become one of the switchboard operators. She just thought that would be so cool. And so uh, she applied to transfer to a, to a different mustering to, to work there. And I said, you know what? I'm gonna organize for you to spend a month working in, you know, just to have a look. And she came back to me at the end of that month and she, thank you so much. Thank you, that was fantastic. I know now. I never want to be a switchboard operator. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. She yeah. kind of seen the 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 kind of the oh, I don't know, glamorous bit of it, but you know, working mm. working what, uh, eavesdropping in people's shift, conversations, is like that? That, yeah. you know, being on shift work and uh, stuff uh, was not for her. So anyway, that just reminded me the try before. Mm. Oh, I need to there put you that
0: go. In. Add that to your story bank, Mark. Mm. Yeah, that'll be good. Okay. I think it's time for us to give it a rating. Now this is, um, uh, you know, well, how about you go first, Mark? I think that's probably a good thing. (laughs) I got in first to say that you should go.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, for me, I, I will retell that story, perhaps as a story that is an example of, of how, how you can use this sort of personal story. And so, uh, I'm going to put in my story bank. I'm going to give it a seven.
0: Seven. Terrific. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. I was going to be able to tell it. Uh, I've heard some good connection stories recently. So this is another good one in, uh, in uh, the back pocket. So I'm thinking, uh, yeah, I'm going to give it a seven as well. How's that? Two sevens. Two sevens. Cool. Terrific. Thank Terrific.
2: you
0: guys. <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming along, Jaya and um, joining us on our podcast. It's been lovely to have you Thank you. Here. you. And thank you very much. Yes. And we, I guess I'm just thinking, is there anything we need to cover off on before we uh, close up for the the session, Mark? Anything you need to share to the world?
1: Oh, only that it's the full moon and the giant spider crab migration is currently happening in Port Phillip Bay. And uh, on the full moon, they start to molt and grow. And it's an amazing spectacle. So as soon as we get off this call, I'm going to go and put my scuba gear on and go diving. So (laughs) apart from that...
0: (laughs) That sounds good. Well, thanks everyone for listening to Anecdotally Speaking. And yeah, definitely tune in next week where we've got another story for you, another episode of how to put stories to work. Bye for now. Anecdotally Speaking was engineered by Dave Stokes from author to audio.